air from the state of Florida, where our 45th president temporarily resides until his triumphant return to that big house in Pennsylvania Avenue in 2024. Once again, it's time for the Flagler Trump Club's Future of Flagler podcast. Here are the patriots who will keep Flagler County red while making America great again. Your host, Trump Club President Mike McElroy, along with Trump Club Vice President and Palm Coast City Councilman Ed Danko. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flagler Trump Club Future Flagler video podcast. I'm Ed Danko, along with my co-host, Mike McElroy. What's up, Mike? What's new? Well, Ed, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, of course, uh, President Trump teased us again while he was golfing. Uh, one of his golf buddies introduced uh, him as the 45th president, and when he finished, he indicated 45th and 47th. Let's so, hope so. If you're waiting for him to run again, as I'm sure we all are, uh, you know, he's throwing a lot of hints around. Well, that's just fabulous. Uh, in, uh, also, Is that a newspaper you got there? Yeah. Am, am we'll I get in to it? that. Yeah. Well, are you never not in it? You're, you're, you're all over it. And they didn't have a picture of me this week. I can't wait. I can't get anything else in. So... Uh, the first thing I see, Ed, in this newspaper is uh, that you uh, have changed the name of the city council, according to a letter to the editor, from, I presume, a liberal or progressive. I, don't, I can't really tell from the letter because it's kind of incoherent, mm-hmm. but basically she accuses you of having changed the name of the city council to the Trump Club and that you do your endorsements from there. And uh, I don't know, what was that all about? Yeah, well, you know, uh, I read that letter this morning. Obviously, it comes from somebody who's a far-left liberal Democrat who's not happy living in Flagler County because this is a red Republican county. And uh, we have a strong amount of support for President Trump here. All I can say is that's why I was elected. That's why other folks were elected uh, to to push those principles and values forward, uh, to make our government responsible uh, for your tax dollars, and 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 you know this is a conservative place. If that person doesn't like it, all I can say is get on a bus, get on a train, get in a car, drive up to New York, and put a mask on and have a nice life. Yeah, it's, it's very confusing. She says she loves being here, but that. Uh people should leave their politics at home. I yeah. don't even know what that means I, since you, you run you're elected for, to a political process. Right. It's a political office, but we should leave but the We politics. often hear our left-wing progressive friends say they don't like when you bring politics, and what they mean by that is when you bring your politics, yeah, exactly. not theirs. Exactly. So uh, also you made the paper because of, and this probably is, is uh, there's a couple things in here, but you made the paper uh, along with a, a few other city councilmen but uh, over this lease with uh, at the golf course, yeah, now uh, with the Green Lion, which is a, a subsidiary, I guess, of the Golden of Lion. the Golden Lion. Uh, what what can you tell us about well, the I, lease I, and the controversy? This is something a sweetheart deal uh, that happened under Melissa Holland's um, leadership. And by the way, Melissa, if you are watching, you're always invited to come join us. I know you miss me. I miss you. Um, this was Melissa Holland, and this was her buddies, and she wrote them a sweetheart deal, which I don't blame them for taking. Anybody would take this deal. It's 600 bucks a month to lease a restaurant on a beautiful golf course like that. 
Um, plus the city pays all of your utilities, your gas, your electric, your water. So we're paying $1,200 a month and they're only giving us $600 a month. So our taxpayers are, are basically footing the bill for this restaurant. And by the way, that restaurant's not cheap. I mean, you know, they're making a good, good amount of money out there. Um, and now it's time to renew that lease. And we basically stood up and said, we're going to do this at fair market value. You know, that's how the real world works. And that's how we need to operate. So we rejected staff's opinion, uh, their proposal uh, on, on keeping a low rent there. And we're now going to end up putting this out to bid. And I know there's a lot of restaurant owners that would love to have a slice of that pie. So I'm looking, I'm looking to protect the taxpayer's money you know, not waste it. So if the Green Lion can come back and, and compete and, and keep their business there, love to have them. It's nothing personal. This is simply business. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also coming up is the future of your utility bills in the paper. Yes. Uh, the, the enterprise fund that runs the utility fund has been borrowed from by the city. Uh, previous mayor uh, who was no longer with us referred to it as uh, he said the city had no debt. Yeah. The debt was in the utility fund, but the city borrows from the utility fund. And I put borrows in quotes because most of it hasn't been repaid. Uh, and that, of course, slack gets taken up by the ratepayer. But now you have a proposal to do what with the utility? Well, fund? I know it's not my proposal. It comes from staff. They want to they, they want to do a, uh, a study. Uh, on whether or not we should increase our rates, which you know will result in a rate increase. They want to spend $150,000 to come back and tell us we should increase our rates. Perhaps if we don't spend that $150,000, we don't need to increase our rates. Uh, it's a study that's normally done between three and five years. It's only been three years. So I want to push this thing off for a couple more years. I think this is a total waste of money on our part. Um, we don't need we don't need to do a study to just simply come back and say increase rates. Okay, and that's how the council feels too. The other thing that I noticed in in the paper was our mayor, uh, who apparently is not part of the Trump Club. So everyone who's saying that the Trump Club has taken over city council has not had a word with our mayor David Alfin. He did. He doesn't a, seem to be a Trumper. Now he did a speech to the Democratic Club last week, and then they printed that speech in the newspaper. And he actually quoted Joe Biden in that speech, which is a inaugural address from a year ago. And I'm just going to read this quote real fast. I have it on my phone. Um, our mayor said in 2021, uh, his inaugural speech, President Joe Biden reminded us we must end this civil uncivil war that pits red against blue. Uh, rural versus urban, conservatives versus liberal. We can do this if we open our souls instead of hardening our hearts. And then our mayor takes a little bit of John McCain and sprinkles it on top. Well, why not add some Mitt Romney and a dash of Liz Cheney if you're going to go that far? Um, I might remind our mayor that uh, since Joe Biden's taken office, we're now looking at seven and a half percent increase in inflation. We have illegal aliens pouring over our borders every day. We give them brand new iPhones and Visa cards when they come across. By the way, I only have an iPhone 11 here, folks. Uh, I would, I'd really, I guess I need to cross our border illegally so I can upgrade one of those new 13s. 
right? And their IDs to travel are arrest warrants. Yes, IDs to travel are arrest warrants. They're putting them on airplanes. They're sending them all across the country in the middle of the night, including our state of Florida. They haven't been checked for COVID, yet you got, you, you got the Biden administration tell, telling everyone to wear a mask or two. Um, you know, under Joe Biden, we've seen gas prices go through the roof. We have seen the disgraceful exit from Afghanistan, probably the most shameful moment in American foreign policy. Gave, you know, now as a result of that weakness, we have Russian troops on the border of Ukraine. They're about to go to war. And let's not forget about China, because China's still out there, too. So to see our alleged Republican mayor out there talking about Joe Biden and his great values is, is very concerning. But here in Flagler, we have a very weak Republican Party. The REC under Bob Updegrave gives us candidates like this. So it's on your doorstep, Bob. But, you know, our Flagler Trump Club is going to be looking at candidates and endorsing candidates who believe in Trump's values. And, you know, and that's going to lead me right into our guests today because we have a We're great... We're excited. We've been waiting excited. for this guest. We have a great guest, County Commissioner Joe Mullins, who is a solid Trump supporter, um, who believes in God and uh, believes in uh, limited government. Welcome, Joe. Thank you well, for joining it's, us. It's great to be here. And it's interesting sitting here hearing kind of the opening of the show and what you guys are speaking about. And, and I'll kind of mention on all three of them. Uh, number one, whoever wrote that article, it's easy to say, leave your politics at home when things aren't going the way you want them to. But when people started demanding that you wear a mask in public, that you started following and com confiding to government's mandates, that's when politics got outside uh, the house and started going everywhere. Um, you know, a, a liberal loves the word mandate till I look at him and say, well, I'm your elected official. I'm going to make a mandate on you right now. You have to carry a Bible and you have to profess that God is the true God and the leader of everything. They look at me like I'm crazy. I go, now you know how I feel when you tell me I have to get a vaccination. Um, I am vaccinated. I have no problem with it, but I got a brother who doesn't believe in it. And he was a, a burn doctor, one of the top ones in the world. He, he's my late brother, but he absolutely wouldn't get uh, vaccinations. He didn't believe in them. But he said, that's your choice. That is your choice. Um, but then Biden comes out and says, if you don't do this vaccination, we're going to start messing with Medicare and Medicaid and start hurting you there. And you're going to do it or else. And that was his words, or else. Um, and we get a lot of Medicare and Medicaid patients. So that became a big problem there. So, you know, you can't, it's easy to say, let's work together, like the mayor said, uh, let's unite. But I've worked with Biden. I've had phone calls where I've been on with Biden. Uh, on my National Workforce and Economic Development Board, Biden got on there, and it's a very few of us throughout the country. Biden got on there and he said, um, I'm going to give $3 trillion and it's going to uh, save this issue and we're going to mandate mask, I mean, mandate vaccinations, and it's, uh, but we got to deal with this labor shortage. And I, I said, sir, may I speak for a minute? I said, Joe Mullins, Flagler County. And it was my opportunity to speak. And I said, so you're telling me $3 trillion is going to fix our economy. He goes, well, it's going to fix it for eight months. And I go, whoa, whoa, eight months? I said, then we're bankrupt. You got a $3 trillion doesn't fix the problem and you don't want to change anything, then we're bankrupt. And then I turned around and I said, you're in the middle of a labor shortage, yet you're putting more regulation on people to say, if you want to work, you have to get this vaccination. And immediately, this guy who wants to work with everyone said, sir, where are you from? And I said, Flagler County, Florida. 
Oh, you're one of those. You're one of those. There you're one go. of those. You're yep. Flo you're a Flor you're one of those Florida Floridians. And I said, you're absolutely right. I said, I'm a patriot that loves this country. I probably will be told I can't ever get on a call again with him. I'll probably be visited by the FBI and the IRS. Uh, you know, who knows? But at the end of the day, that's not working together. That is not what we're talking about in here. It's, those are just words. Those are, there's no action backing that up by this president that's inside there. Now, you guys spoke about Trump. I was at uh, mar Largo Monday. Uh, had a great saw conversation. The they oh my great. God! Looks great like conversation with Trump. Yeah, and you're and, at a lot of Trump events. Oh my way. God! I, I am a hundred percent. Yeah, the Trump Club is so precious to me because it really amplifies what this county is about. This county supports Trump over seventy percent of it does. We only have a few, and I know that by knocking on twenty five thousand doors. The most common thing that was said to me: Do you support Trump? When I supported him in twenty sixteen, I got attacked. Well, it's only a very small few. When I realized when I knocked on all those doors, it's a very small few people that do not support him. The majority does. And we polled it recently. The majority still does. So we're a very strong patriotic. And it's not that you support Trump. You support his ideal, ideal, ideals, beliefs. Um, you support freedom. You support freedom of choice. So it's very important. And me as a commissioner, and, and Ed, we've had conversations and... Mike, we've had conversations. I stand for who elected me. People that write letters like that that say, this guy doesn't represent me. The first thing I do is say, well, then don't vote for me again. And they go, well, I don't, I didn't vote for you the first time. And then I go, well, it's pretty obvious. You're not support who I'm here to hear, out here representing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you didn't like my beliefs then, and I don't expect you to like them now. Although a lot of Democrats are starting to come over and say, we do like what you're saying. We do like what you're doing because we don't like our money disappearing as quick as it's disappearing with this inflation, high gas prices, just failed economics that Biden's out there pushing. Yet these same Democrats voted for Joe Biden. Absolutely. But so, a lot of them are having buyer's let's remorse. Hope, let's hope so. The, the other additional thing now, we've just heard in the county level that there's a fourth version of of COVID coming out now. It's called the stealth one. I'm just sitting here going, this is unbelievable. We're, we're going to have COVID in our lives. I think very soon we're going to have, if you fall down and scratch your knee, you're going to get infected with COVID. Oh yeah. So, so it's, it's just going to go non-stop until we stand I, I, I've as a not Be careful, Chuck, because you may be in danger under the Biden administration of being labeled a terrorist. And, and, here's, and here's why I say that. The Department of Homeland Security just came out with a bulletin that says that one of the components of terrorism that's going on is M, misinformation, D, disinformation, and three, malinformation. And Sounds the like the government. And the two things that they cited as examples of this in their terrorism bulletin was misinformation on COVID and misinformation on fraud in the 2020 election. So, you know what's funny? Before, let's stop right there yeah. because we have to take a word, take, take a break for our sponsors uh, who pay for this broadcast. We will be back in a few moments. Are you twisted enough for Twisted Minds escape rooms? Then check us out at twistedminds.com and book an adventure today. You can choose between Camp Calico or the mysteries of Vanished. How about travel back in time to 1840s California and visit Digger's General Store? Get ready. Coming late spring early summer 2021 a little bit of mayhem at twisted minds escape rooms in palm coast check us out at twistedminds.com or give us a call at 888-92-TWIST we'll be waiting
Tired of sitting at home restless? Need to exercise? Playing golf is one of the best ways to stay fit, and golf courses are one of the safest places to be. The gorgeous 18-hole Gary Player-designed Cypress Knoll Golf Course is open to the public. Enjoy your game in the heart of Palm Coast, surrounded by nine glimmering lakes and plenty of wildlife. Your safe and healthy choice is Cypress Knoll Golf, voted the most beautiful course in Flagler County. Call to book your tee time, 437-5807. That's 437-5807. All right, we are back with our guest, County Commissioner Joe Mullins. So what's new in the county, Joe? What's going on? You know, it's, it's an honor to be here, and I want to thank you guys again for having me here. There's so much in the county going on. I mean, the county's never been in a better spot than it is. We're working together over there. Being the chair of the county this year has been a lot of fun so far. I, I've, I've not given the fireworks and the display of what the, the liberal blogger said what happened, we, we, what has occurred is we are moving at a very steady, strong pace, securing federal and state funding to fix a lot of problems in this community, like our beach erosions, like our fiber broadband issue that we have, like our infrastructure. So we are really moving strong and we're working with the city great. Uh, you know, we've started seeing a lot more unity there now with the new turnover and I hope that we continue to have it. Um, that we continue to move forward. Uh, it's a lot better. Uh, I've, you know, it, it, you guys kind of make the paper a little more than we do in, in the beginning that we did. But y'all are dealing with what we dealt with a year ago, cleaning out some old good old boy politics. Sure, absolutely. They, Flagler Fake News Live seems to be attacking me more recently than you, but I know that will switch and will change. Um, I don't want to r- remind folks out there about our boycott against their sponsors. Go to flaglerfortrump.com, click on the boycott tab, and there you see a list of businesses supporting this left-wing communist socialist, uh, blame America first, fake journalist, blogger. Um, You know, these businesses shouldn't be supporting him, and you shouldn't be supporting those businesses that, that are supporting him. We want to drive this guy out of the town. Yeah, Let's he, just be honest. You know what? When He's you, a bad seed. When you bring him up, that's a good point. He's not grown. He's shrunk. His audience has shrunk. He's been exposed for a lot of the lies. I mean, just for example, Live Workshop Play, my weekly radio show, now is being officially picked up by WBOB. And we heard that. Congratulations. Over a million listeners. Um, you know, he continued to attack at me and said, oh, it's an infomercial. He pays for his own thing. Well, the truth is everybody pays for theirs. You either do it through your sponsors, you do it through your self-funding, or you do it through private money. But every show is done that way. Mine, I just happen to do self-funding. I've had a tremendous amount of people say they want to come in and sponsor it. And I go, you know what? I want to be able to be as real as I can and not have any intimidation that my sponsors will be attacked. And I'm able to do that. I go on and I, I tell the what government, you know, like the mandate thing, everybody's talking about the mask. I asked the tough question to CDC about, well, if the mask is so important, how does COVID know to stop infecting people when you pick your mask out and you're eating and they go well the others have their mask on and i go okay well let me ask you this that's i've heard you say that but i got another question what protects the eyes the eyes get two-thirds uh one-third of the germ exposure actually they get more than your mouth and nose and they go well this isn't perfect but we just want to sell this to the public and get them to do this we think it will work well i said you think i said but you're out there forcing stuff on people so I come back on the radio show and I report all that. It's true. You can't say it's fake news. It's true. I'm the official that's, 
getting the answer to it. So you mean you're not taking, you're not using an IRS tax shelter like Pierre is with Flagler Fake News? Live? No, you're not, you're not sucking off of the government to... Uh... No, I believe you pay your, you know what, we're all going to pay and I didn't cross this border with a free ticket. I, I, I was born into this country. I live the American dream. I work hard and I have a very profitable business. It's been attacked many times since I've gotten in politics and we've stood strong. Mm -hmm. You and I have been attacked. Oh yeah. You know what, I, everybody goes, how is Joe so resilient with it. A lot of it is, is I know what I'm here doing. I believe in it. I believe that God called me to do it. Um, and I believe that we, we're going to win this battle. It's just going to be a battle and we've got to, we've got to stop with this. You know what? Let's just turn the other cheek or love them. We've done that for 20 years and look where our country is. Even in the Bible, it says David had to pick up a rock and knock Goliath's head off. Yep. Eventually, we have got to fight, and God is calling us to do that this time, to stand and fight. It may not be a physical fight, but it may be just like what Biden said, that internal civil war that's going on. I'd like to stop it before we start shedding more blood. Yeah. Now, Mike, I know you've got two politicians here, so it's hard to get a word in edge, right? Why so? But I'm going to give you a minute. That, wow. Uh, well, you, I, I could have said I 30 seconds. I'm getting a minute. getting a full minute. Yeah, uh, I, I just want to... Uh, Bounce off something that Joe said, which is the science has often been skewed in this COVID argument. Uh, one of the latest studies from a professor at Stanford suggests that the lockdowns don't work. Of course, the left wing doesn't like those studies. They look at other studies. But ultimately, there is no gold study standard on the effectiveness of masks because it would be unethical to do it. In, in other right. words, deliberately expose half the people with no mask and then the other half masked. So there is no gold standard science. There are a series of studies. You can pick the study you like. They go from one end to the other. So I think it really does come down to what Joe said, which is, you know, consult your doctor, uh, look at your own health conditions, make sure you stay healthy. You know, it's hard to take the science serious when these are the same people that are telling us a man is a woman and a woman is a man. Absolutely. And, and, um, you know, Ed, I don't know if you've been exposed to this, but I have certainly by the government, and when I say government, the official agencies, when I talk to them about COVID, they go, I have, they have stated this to me. We don't care if it's not 100% accurate. Just tell them this. It'll, your job as a government official is to keep the community calm. And I said, but even at a point of lying, and they said, yes, even at a point of lying. And I go, I am not going to lie in the public. To people, I promise transparency, and you cannot be transparent and lie. And that's that was their answer. That's what shocked me and made me realize they don't know what's going on. Yeah. No. And and that's one of the reasons that Fauci's been caught up on both sides of the argument. Hard to remember a lot. At the beginning, hard to say. he told everybody, "Don't wear masks." Then he then he admitted that well, that was because we wanted to save the masks for the first responders and the medical health people, and we didn't want to run on masks. Then he said, well, wear a cloth mask, okay? And then, of course, the studies refuted that cloth masks were effective at all because the aerosol is, is not protected from a cloth mask. So there's been contrary information from the government on all of this. Yeah, it certainly is. But, you know, overall, I know this, we're talking a lot of federal politics and people go, well, we need to leave those out of state and county. 
you don't realize it, it trickles down. When you start doing mandates, when you start impacting people's money, inflation, how do you not let it affect you locally? It does, it affects you locally. But one of the beautiful things we've been able to do in Flagler, which, which the help of the cities as well, is keep our community safe. We've been able to keep it pure, conservative, and we've been able, we declared it a constitutional sanctuary county. What that means is we will fight any federal, state, or foreign impact that comes to us that violates our constitutional rights. So Flagler County will not tolerate anyone coming in, taking a person's constitutional rights away. And that includes the liberals, and I agree with you. That's where I say, and I get so offended and been out of shape. If you don't like it, go leave. Go somewhere where you can enjoy it. Go to those cities that everybody's fleeing because they're economically imploding and go there and live. I just had Joe Kent from Washington State, who's running for Congress. Trump endorsed him, he was on my show, he'll be on my show actually this Saturday. Um, talking about all the impacts and the riots out there. And I thought to myself as he was speaking, thank God I'm in Flagler and don't have to deal with that. My daughter can walk these streets. I can walk these streets. Our, our uh, families can walk these streets without worry of somebody cracking them in the back of the head with a bottle. And I damn sure will tell you this, we will never, never hand out crack pipes in this community. It's unbelievable. I, I, I couldn't it's believe when I saw unbelievable. that. The president saying he's gonna start handing out crack pipes I suffer from addiction. I'm 10 years in recovery. The last thing you wanted to do with me is tell me, we're going to make it okay for you to do this. We're going to love you, and you're going to eventually realize it's bad for you. That is not what I needed. I needed some serious psychological evaluation help, addressing past issues, and now I'm 10 years in recovery doing things in my life I never dreamed of. If you'd have handed me a crack pipe back then, I would have gone, well, I've never done crack, but I guess it's okay. So I'm going to try it. Yeah, the president says here's a crack pipe. Well, I, mean, I think he needs to put his away. He needs to be, yeah, exactly. He needs to be worried about the bare shelves we're seeing in our stores. Absolutely. You know, which we are seeing. Even here in Palm Coast and Flagler County, you go into a Walmart and there's stuff that's missing. Um, it is unbelievable. One of the most recent. Baby formula? I, I, unbelievable. So you got an election coming up. I do. I'm actually I, I very you're excited. you're out knocking on doors soon I will again. knock on doors again. I'm looking forward to seeing the public. I love being there. Everybody goes, Joe, you go to all these events. You, you've, you've been running for elections since you won. And I go, no, that's just what I promised, to be engaged in the community. I've had a few people say, oh, you only show up for a little bit. I go, well, I've got a heavy schedule. And I, my, my comments always to them, what other commissioners here at all? And they can't answer that. They just kind of go, well, you're right. You're at least here. So it's not going to change much about what I do. I'm going to continue to run. I, I don't even know who's running. I don't know who will come in and run against me. I will run for my county seat again. Um, I, I have had people say, would you consider Congress? I, I think Congressman Waltz is doing a phenomenal yeah. job. I pray about it. I, I would never run against a strong Republican. That's what I believe in. He's aligned with the same alignment that I am. He's doing a great job. Now, if our districts change and it opens up a seat, who knows? Joe could switch and go for something like that. But right now, it's going to be District 4. I'm very happy to be in it. Um, you know, if you ask what my policy is, it's, it's basically what I'm doing, bringing jobs, creating a safe community, and making sure our infrastructure gets addressed and working together as one, because we're going to get more done having working together like we do, Ed, than we are going to be like we were. Plus, I know you want to keep taxes low. Got to keep taxes low. I know low. you'd rather drink antifreeze than uh, <laughs> drink a tax increase, uh, yeah, obviously. I, I, I don't believe in taxes. I believe that we have way too many opportunities to cut spending 
spending, to do things smarter, and to quit giving all this money away and to save money. And I've said it point blank, our residents, the only way this is going to work is we got to bring more industry, more jobs in and to compensate for our residents that have been here for a long time that are dealing with the crowding issues that we're starting to see. We need to give you low taxes. There's got to be some benefit. Can't be. Let's move 100 people in and raise your taxes up even more. But if you continue to just focus on homes, you will have to raise taxes because they do not lower your taxes. A thousand more homes tomorrow will only make you need that much more. So we need more businesses. We need more businesses. We've got a great hospital coming in. We've got some other industry that's coming in. But we have to start showing what this county is, how great this county is. Not all this negative blogging that we've got going out making us look like a zoo from these crazy this crazy right-wing blogger and that's why I stand so strong left-wing blogger right, left-wing right-wing <laughs> I don't know what wing he's on yeah. or what his name is today he changes it weekly oh I know, you know, I know. But, yeah. um, now I, I last time I was on your radio show uh, we do know you have one opponent so far Victor Barbosa who sits yeah. on city council yeah. you offered him a round trip ticket to Costa Rica two, two tickets first class luxury accommodations to go prove his innocence in that country has he come back is he taking you up on this offer? No, he, he said I did, and he got fake tickets, but I've never had him come back. Here's the thing, the bottom line. I don't care about what he does or what his voice is or what he's saying. You know, I care about the community. And when somebody calls our sheriff corrupt or, or fake or he's not telling the truth, I take that very personal yeah, because our sheriff has done a great job in our community. We're safe here. Yeah. And when somebody says your sheriff is a joke or your sheriff is just trying to bully me or intimidate me and he's a liar, I go to my sheriff and I say, hey, is there any validity to this? I'm going to I know the answer, but I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. He goes, absolutely, there isn't. And he showed me the facts and I went, wow, this is serious. So bottom line is this. If it's not true then I would do it very simply. I, I would call do people too. out. I go, listen, and if I get a free trip to go somewhere. I, I've go offered a him a stretch limo to take him to and from the airport, uh, assuming law enforcement doesn't come up yeah, first. I, but, but the bottom line is, is that's his personal issue. That's something he's got to deal with. I don't care personally what it is, but don't call our sheriff corrupt. I know. That bothers me. So one last quick plug for your radio show before because we're just live workshop play. It's on Saturdays at nine thirty and in Flagler, St. John's, and Volusia, and it's going to be all over Duval and actually nine other counties up in Georgia, Florida, uh, Orange County, and Orlando. It's going to be at three o'clock on WBOB. Uh, in uh, Jacksonville. So we're very excited. It continues to grow. And we got some great guests. Even I think we may have the president soon coming. Wow, that would be that would be amazing. Yeah. Well, I hope you plug our Flagler Trump Club. Absolutely. Listen, I don't go anywhere without telling them we are one of the strongest counties right. that showed we did it right. We voted for the right man. We put the right man in. We know he won in, as he, he won the last won. election. Yes. We know if he runs again, he will win it. I would tell you what I think he's going to do, but that's his privilege and his yeah. announcement that he gets. But I agree with you guys. When you start here in 45th and 47th president, get ready because he's coming to, he's coming back. And, and I'll tell you one thing that's great about him. He doesn't back down to people. He's not intimidated. And he's right now sitting back going, I told everybody this. I told everybody this. And we're starting to go, so what? A mean tweet. I like having the money. Oh, absolutely. On that note, we're just about out of time. I want to thank you for joining us my, today. My pleasure, Mike. Um, thank you. I want to remind everyone that the Flagler Trump Club meets every third Monday at the Palm Coast VFW. We start. 
promptly at 6.30 p.m. So get there a few minutes early to find a seat. Visit our website, flagler4trump.com. That's flagler number four, trump.com. You can learn all about us. Come join us. Um, we'd love to have you. And uh, with your help, help, help from people like Joe, we're going to make America great again, again. Thank you and have a great week. The Future of Flagler is sponsored by the Flagler Trump Club. Our meetings are every third Monday starting at 6.30 p.m. at the Palm Coast VFW. Visit our website, flaglerfortrump.com. That's flagler, the number four, trump.com to learn more. Let's make America great again.